Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Leading off the 6 o'clock hour on Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Don't you guys go anywhere. Plan to put on a hitting display. The center fielder. That boy's good. Number nine. Nine times. Nine times. Nine times. A Midwest League champion. Adios! Walk-off home run! Eloy Jimenez! Who prefers to cheer for the birds on a bat. Adios! Goodbye! And maybe that's the winner! Here's Darren Pritchett. Welcome to hour number two of Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett, joined by Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider for Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. We're also recording this right now to be viewed on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. Mike, good to be with you. Always great to talk to you about Notre Dame football recruiting. Feels kind of weird we don't have any commitments to recap at this particular time after what it feels like we had one like every day for three weeks it's been incredible i know i know but uh hey you never know there might be some good news around the corner so we'll just have to wait and see all right there's pretty good tease right there let's talk quarterbacks this has been an interesting recruiting cycle the irish get cj carr the 2024 recruit out of michigan they still do not have a 2000 23 quarterback. Now, Austin Novosad comes on the scene. From what I understand, Mike, he's a Baylor kid that Notre Dame has been in pursuit of, I guess, recently. Fill in the blanks about Notre Dame and Austin Novosad. I don't think you can, like, talk about Notre Dame quarterback recruiting without first mentioning Dante Moore. Like, it, it starts with, with Dante Moore, who was um, Notre Dame's it was him and Arch Manning, Notre Dame's first two quarterback offers of the 2023 class back in uh, March of 2021. I mean, Notre Dame pursued more for, you know, a year and a half. And, uh, you know, seemed like for a few months there that they were the team to beat in his recruitment. Seems like there was a shift right around the time CJ Carr committed that the Irish started to kind of fade away for, for more um and uh you know they they get cj Carr's commitment um and dante com- uh, car committed you know early june more just committed to oregon this past friday um and uh notre dame has you know kind of been behind the scenes let's say maybe the past couple of weeks working on austin novasad from dripping springs texas just outside of austin working on this young man to uh you know kind of get the ball rolling on a scholarship offer and um have a full story uh, at blueandgold.com with, with him talking about the offer and, and where Notre Dame stands with him. It's definitely a, a good story to uh, read. So he's been committed to Baylor since last um, December. And, you know, he still loves the the Bears. You know, I, I, I think that's probably the betting favorite right now, if that was, if that was a thing, that he's going to stick with them. But he did officially visit Ohio State in June, also officially visited Baylor, 
uh, and both of his parents went to Texas A&M. So those had been the three schools to kind of watch this summer. And then Notre Dame is kind of trying to sneak in and, and make a dent um, in, in his recruitment, hoping that, you know, he takes his time kind of making this final decision. So uh, Marcus Sherman got on the phone with him Monday, offered him scholarship. You know, Tommy Reese has been talking for a couple of weeks and, you know, he's at least willing to listen to Notre Dame. Um, so we'll, we'll see what the Fighting Irish can do here. Mike, I've always been told you should always take one quarterback in every single class. Again, right now Notre Dame does not have one in the 23 class. Can I give you a hypothetical? If things don't work out for any of these guys Notre Dame is going after, and maybe they bring in a three-star quarterback just to have one in the class, do you think that's going to affect this program in time or the fact that they have C.J. Carr in the next class offsets that? Oh, Darren, I don't know, man. I, I, your last point is, the, is an important one. Like, no matter what happens for Notre Dame in 23, at least you've got a really darn good one coming in in 24. And I do think another kind of point on Notre Dame offering Novosad is that I don't know if it puts to bed the – CJ Carr potentially reclassifying to 2023, but it definitely kind of shows everybody that, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Like, they're, they're already kind of on other players. And my understanding is that I think Carr prefers to stay in the 24 class. But we'll kind of see what happens there. But um, look, I, I, I don't know, Darren. It, so much kind of depends on, to answer that question, if Tyler Buckner's a, a stud this season and he stays healthy, then it's like, all right, 23 is not as, yeah. as important. Um, cause he's going to be starting, you know, for, you know, two, three years or whatever it is. Um, but if it's not, you know, if he's not that guy, then, I mean, are you looking at also maybe bringing in a transfer after the season? You know, you just, you know, there, there, I think right now for, for Notre Dame and the quarterback spot, all options are on the table, which kind of, yeah, it sounds like a good thing to go and Notre Dame's got its options here, but I don't know. Like, I, I feel like you would rather just know what know what the situation is you know like if, if Notre Dame had something more committed it's done you feel good about more and car whatever you know whatever it may be maybe more and not car I don't know but it, it, there's there's just a lot of uncertainty but again going back to what you said they do have car so that's really nice but the difference between having car and more is more you get next season <laughs> car it, it's gonna be two seasons if I could ask you this, you've had time to reflect, and you touched on this in your opening comments. Is it coincidence that Dante Moore seemed to cool on Notre Dame when C.J. Carr committed? Best guess probably on your not. part. Probably, yeah, probably not. Um, I think it was a per- little bit of a perfect storm of Carr being ready to commit at the same time that Dante Moore looked to be trending away from Notre Dame when I had been hearing that Dante Moore is looking to set up an official to Notre Dame for that June 17th weekend. And then he goes to A&M instead. That's, that's kind of a, that's a, that's a little bit of a red flag. Um, so yeah, it was, it's, uh, I don't know, Darren, I don't know if I could write a book about it. I don't know if it was that crazy of a recruitment fall on Dante Moore, but um, yeah, definitely some, you know, maybe more stories to be told at a different time. Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Joining me on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, July 26th, just a couple of weeks away. 
a very important event is coming up at Notre Dame. Give our listeners and our viewers a little idea of what's going to be happening at Notre Dame. Yeah, so last summer, uh, I think it was July 27th, actually, Notre Dame had a grill and chill, is what they called it. Now, that kind of sounds like a lame name, but the kids loved it. You know, the, so it's, it's grilling and chilling and, you know, cornhole, cookout, you know, just, just a good time hanging out with the Notre Dame coaches and players. So Notre Dame had a good bit of 2023 recruits on campus for it last year. Players who eventually committed like Drake Bowen, uh, Christian Gray, uh, Preston Zinter, all, all prospects who have now, you know, or are now on Notre Dame's commit list. So the Irish are doing it again this summer. Um, for the 2024 class. So already a, a handful of big time players that blue and golds reported will be visiting. Um, and, and there's a few maybes on the list as well. So I'll uh, go to blueandgold.com pinned at the top of our board. Uh, the loose emoji board is the master visitor list kind of keep things updated there for who's coming in that weekend, but it's already looking to be a strong weekend. And as we get closer July uh, 26, um, we'll, we'll, we'll know more. Was last year's event the one you told me about? You had sources say that the barbecue yes. had to be a little better. That is, yeah, that is correct. Yeah, <laughs> but um, sources tell me that uh, there there will be better seasoning. I don't know, Dan. I'm just joking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to a wide receiver that Notre Dame is very interested in. Jaden Greathouse sounds like he's going to be picking his school in just a couple of days. Mike, Notre Dame's had some recent success. Bringing in wide receivers, I guess, pardon the pun, but how great would it be to get Jaden as a part of this Irish class? Yeah, we just talked about one uh, Austin area player in Austin Novosad, and uh, here's another one in, in Jaden Greathouse. Um, he's announcing on July 15th. Um, it's down to Notre Dame, Texas, South Carolina, and Oklahoma. The uh, on three recruiting prediction machine um, has the Irish listed with a 96.1% shot. And I mean, obviously, that's um, that's a very high percentage. I don't know, I don't know if it's really that high, but Notre Dame is the team to beat going into his announcement. And it would be a really impressive recruiting win going into Austin and beating out Texas for a wide receiver that I, I hope that the Longhorn side, after – you know, if, if this does happen, Notre Dame lands, I hope the Longhorn sign doesn't go, ah, we didn't want him anyway. That's that's the worst. Um, it will be a really impressive recruiting win. Highly productive receivers, 6'2", 220, um, the prototypical boundary wide receiver. Um, I mean, Darren, he's, he's really good. You know, when Rico Flores committed to Notre Dame on July 3rd, you know, I talked about how, you know, Technically sound he is, just a really well-rounded player. Jaden Greathouse fits that as well, a guy who I think could play day one. So my predictions on Notre Dame have been for, I think, a couple months now, if not longer. And um, we'll see on Friday. Uh, but, again, I do like Notre Dame to land this four-star receiver. Mike, you're going to be enjoying a little vacation next week, so let me play the what-if game for a moment. If Greathouse picks Notre Dame – how much has Notre Dame accomplished in recruiting at the wide receiver position in 2023? Because we knew it was going to be a big year. The Irish had to hit some home runs. Yeah, kudos to, to James E. Stuckey. <laughs> you know, like, Notre Dame fans didn't really love James E. Stuckey at first. You know, it was like, <laughs> oh, Jamarcus Shepard or Holman Wiggins. 
you know, the, the, who, who are at, you know, Purdue and I think uh, Shepard's now at Washington and Wiggins still in Alabama. But a lot of Notre Dame fans, at least on our message board, were like, ah, oh, we won. You know, or, or, or Stucky's our last choice. And here he comes in. Braylon James, Notre Dame had been recruiting. He was not interested in Notre Dame, really. Stucky comes in. Freeman, being Notre Dame's head coach, made a big difference there as well. But I give a ton of credit to Stucky landing Braylon James, another Austin area player, um, landing Rico Flores. Someone like I interviewed Rico yesterday, actually, and he told me that you know he had a good relationship with El Alexander, um, but I, they I don't think their personalities really clicked. Um, and Stucky and Freeman just kind of took over the recruitment. Notre Dame wasn't going to make Flores initial top ten that he that he put out he put out last winter. Notre Dame was included in it. He wasn't going to put the fighting Irish in there initially. And then you land Jaden Greathouse. I mean, it, and if they just end with three receivers in the class, I think you're you're going to call that a very successful group. Then you might get Ronan Hannafin out of Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, if Notre Dame lands Jeremiah Love, um, a running back recruit out of St. Louis, I wouldn't rule him out from a potentially being a receiver one day. Notre Dame sources tell me that he is a, an outstanding um, slot receiver. So it, it's it's a good feeling right now for, for Notre Dame Nation looking at receiver recruiting, something they haven't been able to say in a couple of years since that Deion Colsey, Lorenzo Styles class. Um, but, uh, yeah, Darren, it was a huge position of need. Cornerback was a huge position of need, and Notre Dame did well there. Um, or, or, you know, we'll see how it finishes out. I think they might be done at specifically corners in this class with Michael Bell and Christian Gray. Now it's just what do they do at quarterback? Mm. Mike, let me shift over to the 2024 class for a moment, and things are going very well early on in this recruiting cycle. Aeneas Williams is a running back in the class of 2024. Gosh, I remember a pretty good Aeneas Williams who played cornerback for the Arizona Cardinals when I was growing up. But this is a different Aeneas Williams, and he's out of Missouri. So give us a little idea, the Irish interest in Williams, and what stands out about the player. Um, he was really good at Irish invasion. You know, we got to watch him alongside the Notre Dame coaches that same day, and he put on his show. You know, I thought he looked outstanding running routes. I mean, for running backs at a camp, I mean, what, what are you going to do? Like, hand them the ball a ton? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a camp. They're not, you know, tackling each other. You know, so it's the running backs really just get, you know, just kind of go through drills and, and, you know, catch passes as receivers. And he was very good out of the slot, too. So that's another good-looking pass-catching running back. Um, I mean, yeah, he, I, I think he's one of the better prospects. I believe we put him in our top five offensive performers from the Irish Invasion camp and, in early June, gets his offer that day, and um, he got an offer from Alabama a, a couple days before. So, you know, and, and Nice Williams is someone who, you know, had visited Notre Dame before. He was on campus April 2nd, really wanted that offer, so we came back in June and, and got it. And, um, yeah, Notre Dame would be uh, ecstatic if they end up getting Nice Williams. And he's going to be on campus for that July 26th cookout. Um, big visitor day. So it'll be three visits um, in, in what, three months um, for, for an I Williams uh, to Notre Dame, or th- four months. So, yeah, that would be pretty good. And for people that are listening to this on the radio, on WSBT Radio, Mike has a profile page up 
on our YouTube recording right now with E.S. Williams. Notre Dame, Kentucky, Missouri, Nebraska are the four schools that are listed at the top of the prediction chart at this particular time. You don't see Notre Dame and Kentucky head-to-head in football very often, but it looks like based on the projections, I know it's early on in the process, but kind of a coin flip at this time? No, I I mean, you, if there's like a 20-sided coin, I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's early for them. I mean, the prediction machine, it, it, it just goes on the data it's given. So it's, it's very early, and it's just kind of like where has he visited so far. So he's been to Kentucky a couple times, so it, it likes them as well. But, yeah, it's, I wouldn't take too much stock okay. into that right now. I'm a big fan of the projector, so just thought I would bring it up. Oh, me too. I love it. Me too. Okay, let's kind of do a, a, a little recap for a second since we're talking about running backs. I know we have people that jump on and off our show and hear your comments. So let's go back for a moment. The Irish have a commitment in the 23 class from running back Jaden Lamar. Uh, give me a little recap of what you remember about the recruitment of Lamar. What stands out on film about this very talented running back that picked the Fighting Irish? Yeah, really nice win for Notre Dame, beating out Oregon, Washington, several uh, West Coast schools, USC, UCLA. Um, yeah, I mean, this was a player who, uh, former running backs coach um, Lance Taylor did a, a nice job recruiting. I think Notre Dame probably s- still would have landed him if, if, you know, Taylor were still the running backs coach at Notre Dame. Like, just seemed like a really strong Notre Dame fit from the get-go, Lamar. Um, visited for the USC game October um, of 2021. Really liked what he saw there. Then there's that running backs coaching change, but Delane McCullough came in, built a strong connection with Lamar, um, Tommy Reese, Marcus Freeman, Chad Bowden, all these Notre Dame staffers. You know, just kind of made Lamar feel like home and um, just combination of athletics and academics was just, um, you know, made Lamar want to take the plunge from the Pacific Northwest out to the Midwest. Um, so it's, it's a nice gift for Notre Dame. Lamar is um, it's kind of a, that bowling ball type of running back. You know, he's, he's, he's you know, not the tallest guy. He's about, you know, 5'10", um, but, you know, he's thick, you know, 190, 195 pounds, probably will play at closer to 200 pounds than Notre Dame, but still has, you know, legit track star speed. Um, you know, I, I want to see a little bit more of him as a pass catcher, um, you know, see him, you know, can he make guys miss in a phone booth? I want to see more of him the senior season, but the straight line speed is there. And, and the, I like the body type as well there. Mike, as far as you know, are the Irish still openly recruiting running backs in this class? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Jeremiah Love, St. Louis Christian Brothers. That's the big one on the board. Five-star running back Christian Young, or excuse me, uh, Richard Young. Um, from Southwest Florida, left Notre Dame out of his top group. Um, I mean, Notre Dame felt really good um, in talking to sources after Young's official visit to Notre Dame, but, yeah, Irish just kind of trended away there. Um, so I, I, right now it looks like Jeremiah Love, if they don't land him, I think they'll kind of have to reassess the board because I do believe Love will commit to a school sooner than later. So we got the Great House announcement coming up. Is there going to be a little lull after that? We're not expecting any commitments for a little while? Expect the unexpected there. <laughs> that should be your That's bumper. That's all I got to say, man. Yeah, pretty much. All right, pretty much. let's talk about 
folks that do not have a subscription to Blue and Gold Illustrated, for those six or seven people that don't have the subscription, tell them why they should jump aboard right now. I mean, do you love Notre Dame? I mean, if you're a Michigan fan, you know, I, I get it. <laughs> and you don't have to subscribe. Um, so I, I think some do just to check in on what you know Notre Dame's up to. But, I mean, if you're a Notre Dame fan, then you, you should subscribe. This is how you do it. Go to blueandgold.com, type it in your web browser. You'll see it at the top. You know, site move special, blue and gold move from rivals to the on three network um, January 1. And uh, it's a dollar for your first year. And you, you get access to all of our content. Um, the message board, talk to thousands of other Notre Dame fans. I mean, we post like 10 articles a day that you can read. Um, yeah, blueandgold.com. Definitely the place to be. Interact with guys like me on our message board all the time. And it's definitely um, a good spot for Notre Dame fans. Absolutely. And for people listening on the radio that would like to check out the videos that we do, and you also have other videos you guys do throughout the week, what's the easiest way to find those videos on YouTube? Yeah, just go into YouTube and search Darren Pritchett Handsome, <laughs> and that should. No? Does that not do it, Darren? Yeah, I, I, I think, think you just the put internet might gold. blow up on that one. <laughs> I think you just put in Blue and Gold Illustrated. Notre Dame, you know, just kind of anything like that searched on YouTube should be able to find that, no problem. All right. Or just type in Mike Singer Recruiting Expert. That's probably the safer <laughs> of the two choices. Hey, enjoy your vacation, man. You've earned it. You've had a heck of a summer, and we're only halfway through the summer, as a matter of fact. Football season's right around the corner, so thanks for all your insight, for what you do, and kick your feet up and turn that computer off for a couple of days. Oh, I'm not taking the computer, so yeah, should be good there. Good for you. Thanks, hey, Mary. we'll talk to you soon. All righty, sounds good. That's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider for Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. I'm Darren Pritchett. Sportsbeat continues next on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 